Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Hello, and welcome back to Prepare to Attack, a podcast series that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. Today's topic is all about Winston, that crazy monkey. And I am Bobby Schistler, also known as Blazin' Bob, and today I'm joined by Coach Lee Bomb 20 What's going on, man? Hey, I'm Lee. I'm a GN tank main, played for over a year since Season 1. I have played... From Gold Elo all the way up to GM this season, and have mainly main Ryan, but I have plenty of hours on Winston on the side. Yep, you are proof that you can get better at this game. It is that's proof right there. So I'm going to move into the character over overview. Winston is a tank. Uh, he's a his his weapon is a multi cleave weapon. We'll get into talked about what it is, but. It's a little different than a lot of the other weapons in the game. It's called the tes- the Tesla Cannon, and his two up- abilities are the Jump Pack and the Barrier Protector, and his ultimate's called Primal Rage. I'd like to start by talking about the goals of Winston. Why don't you give us some goals of Winston, Lee? Well, as the main tank, generally the goal of Winston is just to create space for your team. He differs from Reinhardt as in he has to make space in tend to be in the enemy backline. So, for instance, jumping on the healers, that forces the enemy to either lose their healers, which they clearly don't want to do, or they have to back off and try and fight you, which, again, gives you the space that you want. Uh, would, you, would you call him a main tank? Or would you call him a... What would you classify him as? Him and Reinhardt, in my opinion, are the two main tanks. Aris is a bit okay. of a side kind of tank. Side tank. Okay, well... Uh, Let's just move right in. Let's talk about his primary fire, the Tesla Cannon. Well, the Tesla Cannon, it does 60 DPS, and it can hit all six people at once. That means you can do a large amount of cleave damage to a lot of people at once. What's the range on that? Its maximum range is 8 meters, and it's got a 6 meter width. Gotcha, gotcha. Ammo is around 100. Um, 100 with a 20 rounds per second, yes. Gotcha. So you're going to run out of ammo pretty quick, right? Uh, five seconds if math doesn't fail me. Yeah, and then uh, reload time is 1.5 seconds, so it's it's kind of lengthy, right? It's fairly long reload, so ammo management is quite important. Well, uh, and you can't head you can't headshot with it, just like Symmetra and stuff like that. No, it's a it's a beam weapon. No beam weapons can headshot, obviously. Well, tell me like good ways to use it. Well, you've got the two ways. You can obviously go for picks on mostly your squishes, primarily your healers, and then your DPS. Uh, that is the main way you'll be using it, which again is how I said just a minute ago. That's how you're going to be creating space. 
another really good way to use it, but it's a lot more situational, is you can use him kind of like Reinhardt has a front tank, because that cleave damage can do a 360 DPS. You can get your ultimate in 30 seconds, and that can scare the enemy away. Obviously, a 1,000 health pull in 30 seconds, and not going to want to fight that very often. Yeah, definitely. And, and we'll definitely talk about that when when we come to the the ultimate, but uh, his ultimate is a little weird and kind of hard to use. Mm -hmm. But do you have anything else you'd like to add about the Tesla cannon? Uh, I don't know. I don't know too much about it. I mean, I play a lot of Winston, but I don't guess, I guess I don't have real good tips on how to use that. The Tesla cannon reload, uh, not the reload, sorry. The Tesla cannon does have a animation cancel with his melee when combined with his jump pack. But I think that's a little bit of a later topic. Other than that, oh, it's, cool. a, it's a rather basic weapon. It's not too, not too complicated. So sum it up, kind of try and get as many targets as you can type of thing. If you can't get that healer, then pretty much, yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, move on to the, uh, the the abilities, and let's start with the jump pack. Uh, jump pack, it does one damage upon activating, 45 upon landing. It has a knockback effect on jump. When taking off, it's, slight, it's not the biggest knockback, but when landing, it is a fairly significant knockback. So you can get kills by knocking people off the map with just his jump pack. And again, using combination with his melee can do a pretty terrifying amount of damage. It's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear that animation canceling thing because I don't do that, and I play quite a bit of Winston. I always mean to look it up, but I just never have. So I'm very excited to hear about that here when you're when you're summing everything up. Uh, did we do? Did we say the range that it goes? Uh, no, we no, it's around eighteen to twenty-two meters. Uh, you can also, and it varies depending on certain factors within what's going on right at the second. It's on a six-second cooldown, and in ultimate, a two-second cooldown. Gotcha. And when you land, uh, you do damage, right? Like, how big is the radius of damage? It's, it's around five meters. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, the cooldown is six seconds, I believe. Yeah, it's six seconds. It actually gets a uh, a uh, cooldown of two seconds during ultimate, so that's pretty cool too. Um, can you think of? Oh, it, it, I've heard this before. I don't know if it's true. If you jump right before you do your your jump pack, do you get more distance? I'm not sure if it works with jump. I haven't personally tested it because it's a hard thing to do. But you can. I believe it's called the super jump is the nickname being given to it. And you can use that to get a, a quite a ridiculous height, but it does have limited use. I think you told me about this super jump thing the other day. Is that the one where you jump off and right before you hit the ground, you jump and you get a lot more height? Yes, it's uh, you. I've never, I haven't, it's kind of, I kind of compare it to the Genji triple dash. It takes very good timing to do, so I haven't nailed it myself yet. But you can... It could be useful for contesting points, for example. So you could use it to get, points. you know, you know, your contesting point on first point on Hollywood on defense. You, you've clearly lost it, but you're trying to get that in those last few seconds, and you didn't, you don't want to die yet. So you could use it to get height away from the enemy, so they can't damage you as well. Gotcha. Yeah, that Genji, that old, that old Genji triple jump was nuts. Uh, I didn't play. Genji at all whenever that was out, but I, I remember watching that on videos and stuff, and that's crazy. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played I've only just picked up Genji season season five on an alt account. I didn't play I pretty much never played him before that though. 
Gotcha. Let's let's move on to the the barrier protector. When we sum everything up, we can kind of throw everything together. So let's just talk about barrier protector. Give us something on that. Uh, it's the par- the barrier projector. It's six hundred health. So I'm sorry. I'm going to be comparing him to Reinhardt a lot in this, but. I see them, in my opinion, I don't see Arissa as being able to fulfill the main tank role, so I see them as the only two full main tanks. So cool, man. I, I do see, in which case I want to compare these two, because they have similar goals, but the playstyle is very different. And something okay. I, I see a lot of students I've had on Winston, something I've seen, they try to use this barrier defensively, and it has, it's got 600 health. It, it can't, it's going to die within, it's got a five second cooldown as well, duration, sorry. And uh, five meters. It has a very large radius, though, of five meters. It gives you quite a lot of room to work with. Yeah, I think the cooldown is 13 seconds. So it's rather long. It's a lot longer than Arissa. So yeah. what you're saying is you don't want to like throw it in a choke? No, no. It'll, it'll be completely destroyed within seconds, if not under a second. Gotcha. Well, give us, uh, give us some tips on how to effectively use the barrier per- Oh, projector, not protector, <laughs> projector. My bad. <laughs> um, the main the main way you're going to want to be using this is to segment the enemy team. So this was a lot more, this was a lot easier to do when Anna was the matter because Anna can't heal through your bubble and Zenyatta cannot discard through it either. But with Mercy, she can fly through it and heal through it. So it's a bit harder to do now. But you, you're often going to be using it to separate, say, an out-of-position soldier. He's out of the way and he can't damage your team when he's within this bubble. And then you can dance within the bubble, in and out, uh, which again, I think I'll cover a bit a bit more later. Okay, but you cool. can use that and you can, you know, they're on one side of the bubble, you can be on the other and it makes it really hard to kill you if you use it effectively like that. But you're obviously, yeah, you're, you're not going to be using it to try and face a Reinhardt. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, well, Let's go ahead. If uh, I think your plan is to sum everything up kind of after we talk about all of the moves. So let's go ahead and move on to Primal Rage, and that is his ultimate. Let's talk about that. So the Primal Rage, it transforms Winston into a, a health pool, a behemoth of a health pool. It gives him plus 500 to his max health and instantly heals him to a max health, so for a total of 1,000. Uh, he does 40 damage per swing. At a rate of fire of 1.6 swings per second. This puts him at roughly the same amount of damage per second as his normal Tesla cannon. So you're not going to be using this to try and kill things. His movement speed is 7.1 meters per second, which is slightly buffed, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is slightly buffed from his normal speed. The main attraction is his knockback with his main primary fire and his uh, high mobility with his jump pack. Gotcha. What's the? Did we mention the duration was ten seconds? Uh, no, I think it is ten seconds. It's a rather long ultimate. Something you mentioned that I actually have never noticed. Uh, I thought you got five hundred health plus your current health. That's what I had written down. I, uh, it actually heals you to max health, huh? Yeah, it puts you onto instantly one thousand health, so it can. Uh, this will probably I did not know that. Yeah, it's probably come to the strategy a bit more, but using it at the right time can give you a massive health pool boost, effective health pool boost size. I usually try not to use it until I'm almost dead, but I just never look at my life when I pop it. You know what I mean? I just pop it and go. So it's, uh, it's, uh, interesting. Um, do, 
So what do you use it for? Uh, you said knockback. Are you trying to use it to knock people off? Well, if or you, you try to back them into a corner, what are we doing here? Well, you can definitely, you know, say hmm, King's Row last point. It can be, effect, you know, if you're running a Winston attack, you can use it to get those kills, and especially in the current meta of Mercy. Knocking them off the map is probably the best way to kill people because can't be rezzed. Uh, but normally what I want to be using it for is to disrupt the enemy. So look, getting kills with it is a relatively hard thing to do without pinning someone in a corner, obviously. But if you can disrupt the enemy lines, especially if they're running a death ball, it can be so powerful just in they don't really know what to do anymore because they're all displaced. The Reinhardt's way too far and the heals are separated from everyone. So you I like to knock single people into my team like if i have a death ball on my team i like to knock the reinhardt into him so he's away from his team and then i try to knock his team away the other direction that's one of the things that i try to do i don't know if it's right or not but it seems to work pretty good i mean if you can get the team to focus what you knock then definitely it's an effective way to it's the same basically of them overextending one person you can just get a free kill because your team can focus him good point good point Anything else you want to add to that before we get into the strategy of Winston? Hmm. Generally, his ultimate is a very hard thing to leverage effectively. And because you're not going to be doing massive amount of damage, it is a rather slow ultimate. So you have to be quite aware of what the enemy are doing to know when it's useful. So there's no point using it if you go in and there's a bastion, because you'll just get melted at the end of the day if it's a surprise bastion. So you need to be aware that they have a high damage output. So you're not going to want to be diving in on him. Yeah, I don't actually, like if I'm playing Reaper, I don't actually run from Winston's ult. I try and get as much healing off of it as I can because he's so big and I could just hit every pellet. And he doesn't really do a ton of damage when he knocks you. Like for his, like one thing um, I've seen Winston's do, Anna does her ultimate on Winston, then he pops ult. You're going to do a lot more damage if you just use your Tesla cannon and you're hitting more than two targets at once because you're not knocking them away and you're getting all that damage. Yeah, it probably is going to be about, you know, slightly more, if not roughly the same, If presuming the enemies don't move. But because it does have that knockback, you're not going to be able to do the consistent amount of damage. Yeah, I think a good tip would be not to... Uh... Not to give the Anna ultimate to Winston. I don't think it's even really worth it. It does have some uses, but does it? Yeah, you don't. You don't. You want to coordinate it because a Winston with it's his jump pack is five seconds, which is uh, six seconds. Sorry, which is a relatively short cooldown. But he, it's still Anna's nano boost is eight seconds, if I'm not mistaken. I think I think it's an eight second duration. So if Winston's just used his jump and he's not in the right spot then it can pretty much waste the whole ultimate. But it's the same as Reinhardt. Yeah. You can't just use it. It requires coordination. <laughs> Say if uh, they have a real... used to not... Uh, the, when they had the speed buff on it, I remember playing Ryan. I'd get that I'd get that nano, and I would be running so fast into the enemy, just going crazy <laughs> with the hammer. That was fun times. Bring back season two. <laughs> <laughs> Beyblade. Um, all right, well... If you're cool with it, let's move on. And uh, I want to give you the floor to kind of talk about your strategies and what you do with with Winston. Generally with Winston, you, you obviously, 
I would never try and run him into either a high damage output comp, so that could be with a Reaper or I'm not too scared of Reapers, but if they're running a sort of death ball high damage, so with a Reaper next to his tank, that is pretty scary because you're not going to last long. Um, but you want, he's really good at enemies who um, try to push too much. So if they have a particular particular DPS on their team who likes to try and push push your team a little bit too much, he's really good at punching that. And he's, he's really good at uh, initiating fights. Finishing them, not so much, but initiating a fight, Winston can do very well. Give us some examples or things we can do uh, combining moves. You know, you're going to talk about... This is where I want you to kind of talk about different strategies and everything. Uh, so, one thing you want to be doing when you're... You want to get in the habit of doing it. If you're going to land directly on top of somebody, especially a 200 HP hero, uh, such as a Zenya. Zenya is a really prime target for this because he's so slow. You can jump directly on him and Tesla Cannon as you're falling in. Just as you're about to land, if you can get it g- genuinely a frame before the be- you know close to the better, you can melee. This does the thirty damage instantly, and you start firing just as quickly after your jump jet. After your jump jet, jump pack. So basically, you're trying to melee right before you hit the ground, yeah. is what you're saying. Just just before and you then, hit the ground. Does, and then that like animation cancels the melee or something. It it, it does, but it's not that's not that matters because when you land with your jump pack, you still have a, a I think it might be a point five second delay on before your Tesla cannon can continue shooting. Don't again, don't quote oh, me on that. So you're okay. So you're using that melee in that time that you're unable to do damage with your Tesla cannon. Yes. So you're just not wasting that time. I get yeah. you. It's uh, it's useful against those low, especially mercies where they're going to be very agile. So you want to get as most damage in a short time as you can. And it can make it that little bit easier just to take that mercy out. I really need to get in the habit of that because I, I do melee, but I never melee as like right after, like right as I land with the jump. I'm going to have to practice that and take a I mental mean, note to get that. And uh, get that added to muscle memory. Using, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. But using the melee, you only want to be doing it in a few situations. Uh, for example, uh, the enemy, one that I really find that people don't use but can help so much is if you get somebody below 30 HP and then a Mercy starts healing them, the Mercy does the same healing as you do damage, which you obviously can't kill them. But if you melee, the damage is done instantly. So the mercy can't heal that, and they die. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I usually, if there's a mercy right there, I'm usually going for the mercy <laughs> before I'm going for anybody else. It's, it's more usually if the mercy just flies in just before you're about to kill somebody. But yeah, mercy definitely kill the mercy first. <laughs> yeah, I usually prioritize the healers when I'm monkey. Don't really like to dive Anna unless I know her sleep dart is on cooldown because she kind of scares me a little bit with the sleep dart because I'm a big target. That comes with uh, using your bubble effectively. Anna is actually a really good target for Winston because she's not agile and she can't get away from you. If you dive in, the ideal situation is she's stood, you know, sniping. You see her. You dive in with your jump jet, do the melee cancel, and you get that probably does 60 damage in this short time frame of just as after you land. And then you can use your bubble 
and then hang near the edge of the bubble and you can weave in and out of the bubble to make it really hard for the Anna to actually hit the sleep dart. You were uh, talking earlier about the bubble usage. Did you want to cover that? Like you said dancing in and out, but kind of like, kind of explain that for someone who's kind of new to the game. So your bubble is a, it's a sphere. Wherever you place it, it's a sphere. Um, so if you place it on high ground, it will go below it as well. It's also a five meter radius. So when you put it down, you start in the middle. So what you want, you don't want to stay in this middle because the enemy can walk through this barrier. What you want to be doing is stay near the edge of this barrier. And then when the enemy try to come into it, you can just walk on the outside and then they can't hit you. And then, you know, in game, it's not going to be as perfect. You're going to, because your hitbox is so big, they might hit you partially, but they're not going to be able to hit you fully. Say a Reaper is a really good usage of this because Reaper can't land all his pellets. That actually, that actually reminds me of a really good point about the Tesla cannon that we did not cover, I don't think. Um, the Tesla cannon damage goes through barriers, goes through ah, Symmetra's yeah. barrier, Orissa's, his own, Winston, Reinhardt's. Yep. You are the few people that can just shoot Reinhardt right through shield. Yep. I think that's just something that, yeah, it's something that main tanks have an effect on. The barriers don't tend to scare them. And again, that's why I kind of don't class a risk of a full main tank, but I could go on all day on that. So this is the Winston podcast. We won't. What else did we have on strategy of Winston? You know, is he like, who's he good against? Who's he bad against? Well, he's uh, obviously good against slower targets on lower health pools. So your Zenyatas, your Annas, your healers, your Symmetra. He's really good against Symmetra. He can take out all of her turrets instantly. Genji. Uh, misconception I want to break right here. If the enemy has a good tracer, this, this applies at most ranks. If the enemy has a good tracer who's playing better than the rest of her team, Winston isn't a solid counter to her because she can out, quite easily outplay you by blinking through you. If the tracer's not too good, however, because she has that low health pull, then Winston is a decent counter. But he's, he's not the hard counter people sometimes think he is. Yeah, he definitely... I like him a lot against Genji's, uh, and it, it's like you said. For in my experience with tracers, it's kind of hit and miss. The tracer's really good and can hit a lot of headshots fast, and can basically can move in ways that I can't pre predict her. Then it makes she's very hard to take out. But Genji's oftentimes seem a lot easier. Uh, I've played against some really good Genjis, and there's just, if you stay on them, there's just not a lot that they can do. Yeah, I mean, even even at Grand Massey, you, Genji, he re, he tends to rely on being very close up because he's right-click fan, fan of the blades. He technically could stay out of your range and make it hard, but most Genjis aren't going to do like It limits what they can do. Just, just the presence of a Winston scares a Genji, really. Yep, and not everybody is Seagull and can hit every <laughs> primary fire from 40 meters. Um, what else did you have on, uh, you know, he's a good peeler, and what we, what we mean by peeler, he's a good peeler for certain characters. What we mean by peeler is someone who can save a friendly DPS or a... Or a friendly support and provide space for them to get oh, to get away. So Winston's an okay peeler. He can go back and help his, say, supports, for instance. 
because he has that high mobility, six second cooldown on his jump pack, which allows him to get from the enemy front line to the enemy mid to back line to your back line very quickly. But his damage per second is only 60, which can give, you know, around four seconds, uh, three, yeah, around three to four seconds before the enemy, say, Genji dies. That can give the Genji enough time to finish his kill and get out because his dash can outrange you, your Tesla cannon, that is. Okay. So he's not quite um, as good. He's not quite as good as a diva would be, but he can he can definitely alternate between being at the front line and being at the back line. If you if you watch some say Miro, uh, you'll see that they go from being up at the front line, putting pressure on the enemy DPS, for instance, and then they jump back and help the healers because he has that mobility. Gotcha, gotcha. I'd like to kind of talk about, especially for new players of Winston, how to properly use his his uh jump pack and aim it you know what i mean like how to do short jumps do long jumps can you kind of give us something on that uh so the most obvious one is if you want to do a short jump before you jump you want to press and hold s and then it'll do a, a, sh- a relatively short jump of maybe five to ten meters okay uh, for console players what he's saying is uh hold back like you basically want to run yeah, backwards. Run, run backwards sorry yeah so and so you're hitting that before you jump or after you jump? Just, Sorry just if bef- you said it already. Just before you jump. So just before you press uh, the jump jet, jump pack, sorry, you want to press back first. Gotcha. And that's going to give you a shorter jump. That's another thing I really need to practice. I'm not really good at. Uh, lots of times when I first started playing Winston, I would oftentimes jump while looking straight forward and not get much air at all. I basically whiff a jump, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's, uh, it's also got, again, that has its use as well. So you can say there's a, somebody right in front of you, then you can do that little bit extra damage on your, on, when you do the melee cancel, because you can do it when you use it, and you can do that little bit more damage. Gotcha. I, yeah, I never actually thought about using it, like, right there. Oftentimes, I'll on a Koth map, jump straight up in the air uh, to try and kind of throw off the team. Is that a good idea? Or It it depends on what the enemy are running. So if they're running a hit scan, generally, no. They're going to have an easy time hitting you. They're just going to laugh. You, you know, they're going to laugh. Oh, there's a monkey in the sky. I'm going to get that free free visor or free high noon off it. Uh, but if they're, say, running uh, a Farah and a Genji, then the Farah can have a, a relatively hard time, uh, same with the Genji, hitting you because those projectiles have travel time. So it's not just a point-and-click adventure. Yeah, I often like to do it when there's a Reaper on the point. I have to like, like get away from him as long as I can. Uh, one thing to note, though, if you jump up at a Farah, you're not going to get any jump j- uh, jump damage on her. Uh, the jump damage is when you land. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, it's, it's when you land. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm trying to think of other specifics that he's – you know, good to use, covered, not using the bubble on the choke. Say you do jump in, do you use the bubble right away? Or do you try and use the bubble at a certain health pool size? I don't have any particular hard and fast rule of when I use the bubble. So if I'm being heavily focused as I'm falling in, then I'm going to use it almost immediately. Uh, because then I don't want to instantly die. You know, it's, it's never fun seeing a Winston body fly across the floor because he's died in the middle of his jump. Unless it's the enemy Winston. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good thing to cover. When is a good time to jump into the enemy team, and should you be like, should you be waiting on that? Should you be doing it right away? Should be should be you be communicating that to your team? 
kind of give us some tips on when to use the jump. Well, because it is on a six-second cooldown, that's relatively short in the scheme of things. You don't want to be holding on to it if you don't. If you want to be somewhere, you can just use it. Even if it's just to get that high ground so you can see the enemy a bit better before the fight. Don't be too afraid to do that. But when you want to be using it, it is definitely to engage and then to disengage. Because Winston is a very squishy tank. His face does not... He has a large head hitbox, so his face takes a lot of damage. So you can't sit, again, like Reinhardt, you can't sit at the choke. You have to You have to go in and the jump enables you to do that because it's, it's a very fast movement. And then also, once you've been in, you want to use it to get out. If you If it's clear this fight's not not going to win you can't win this you want to use it to get out and you want to be always communicating this with your team my rule of thumb for heroes is the lower mechanical skill to take the more mental skill to take and communication so this is true with tanks with winston as well you want to be communicating very well and you want to be always thinking about what your next move is going to be yeah when i first started playing winston probably late season four i really started using it when Dive started to become prominent. Uh, I often would make the mistake of jumping in way too early because that's what I saw the other Winstons doing and it worked. But my guess is they were communicating with their team and they were calling their jump their jump targets with a tracer helping them or a, or, or a Genji helping them. Those Genji and a Tracer can be your best tool to jump in with you on a certain target so that you can kill them fast. Genji can clean up, Tracer can clean up, and you give them the space to actually work, to actually do work. And I'd always jump in and then I'd drop, I would drop my bubble and then I'd still die instantly because my team didn't know I was going in. So if they don't know you're going in, they can't prepare to protect you or back you up. It's kind of like the mistake early Ryans use where they just charge in. You know what I mean? Like you've probably you've probably coached people on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel the the further you charge, the more chance you're gonna die. Yeah, I, uh, I am as I said at the start, I am actually a Reinhardt main, but I do have a significant amount of time on Winston, and I I do have had a few students on Reinhardt. These movement abilities on tanks are so often misused. They seem hard because they are hard to grasp when they are good to use and versus when they're just going to get you killed. Yeah, the, it's fun to to go with Ryan for like forty meters, but it's more useful for me in seven meter bursts where I don't go too far from my team. That's where I like to use it, but not actually to go in. I like Lucio to speed Ryan in while the shield's up, keeping my whole team to to together and keeping my team safe rather than me going in as Leroy Jenkins. Yeah, it comes, again, it comes down to cleave damage because right now and Winston can do cleave damage with a primary weapon. So you can scare a whole team at once compared to Reinhardt's charge. You can only scare one person at a time and maybe kill them. Yep, the the whole game of the Reinhardt against Reinhardt, when to charge, when to not charge, when to drop shield, when to bait them into using their ultimate. We could probably talk about that forever, but we definitely shouldn't since this is Winston. Um, all right, well, can you think of any strategy before we move on to common mistakes? This is, yeah, it kind of comes down to when we're on about early, when's a good time to go in. If you are struggling knowing when to go in, the best advice I can say is, it's much better you go in and figure out, all right, this was too aggressive. This, I was going in too early. If you, This is if you are struggling to know when to stay with your team, though. 
Because if you do that, then obviously you're going to get punished for jumping in. You might die, but you might get a kill. Whereas if you if you're just sitting with your team, chances are nothing's going to happen. The enemy team is going to walk into you and get the free free team wipe. There's nothing worse than just hanging out at the choke and just like you guys are poking at it, and then someone dies, and you have to wait to regroup. I'm talking about offense right now. If someone dies, you have to wait to regroup. Best is, as soon as you group up, just start moving in. Don't wait to get a pick. Start moving in and initiate a team fight. Talk to your team. Tell them you're jumping in. The more communication, the better. So give us some other common mistakes that a Winston might make, a new Winston. If you've got any. If you don't have any, we can just move on to pro tips. Well, I, I have plenty of common mistakes, but that obviously is that one I've just mentioned. Uh, another one is wrong target priority so i've seen nearly every winston student i've had so far has always tried to go for the tank first which has just been a terrible idea because you're not going to do anything to that tank you're going they're going to laugh at you even uh, even zai is going to just use you to get charge and then just beam you to death you tanks are your final priority pretty much unless they're going on your healer or something like that you, you want the squishies. Even the Reaper's more priority than the tanks because you can outplay a Reaper. Whereas a tank, just the health pool involved, you're not going to. Yeah. I mean, Reaper is a counter to Winston and definitely is more effective against Winston than a lot of other than a lot of other DPS, but it's still not a for sure win. You can dance in and out of your bubble against Reaper and really make it hard for him to actually secure that kill. Yeah, it's, uh, again, it's another common mistake of people just kind of hanging around inside the bubble. As I said earlier, the, the enemy can walk up to you. I have a question for you about jump, since we're talking about pro tips. Someone told me a long time ago that I should that I should butt jump with Winston, and that's where you jump in, but in midair you turn backwards so that your head hitbox is smaller. Is that something that's actually done or useful? Well, I guess if they have some kind of mad widow who's sniping you out of the air, I guess then yeah, because it stops the widow from getting 300 damage on you. She can only do 120, I think. So she can't, you know, kill you nearly as quickly. But in general, probably not so useful. Probably just a, a very niche kind of thing you might, okay, you know, they have a Hanzo or a widow who's just melting your face as you're jumping through the air. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. With Widow, she's a. Uh... She gets two and a half times damage for her headshots. I don't. Th I think everybody else is just double damage, right? Uh, her headshots. Yeah, Widow can do three hundred, and Hanzo does two fifty, I believe. So. Yes, I. I should have. I should have looked that up. Maybe we should have looked that up. Because I do remember doing the Widow episode, and her head damage was. Two and a half times, and when researching other characters, I just saw critical. Like, they didn't specify two and a half times. So, curious about that. I'll have to look that up after, after the show. Sorry about that, guys. We're, I mentioned something I wasn't prepared on. My bad. Uh, do you have any more pro tips? Anything you can think of? Mainly, it is just the... Uh, it's not some, I guess it is, it's a tip, but it's not so much a pro tip because you can't just pick it up. It is you always have to be one step ahead of your enemy and your team. The the two things I instill in every single person I ever coach Winston on is make sure you track that kill feed. It's ready information there. So if you're going in 4v6, you're not going to win. 
the numbers just don't work in your favour. But if you you know if the enemy's lost somebody and they don't have a mercy and she can't res it, then you want to be taking that fight and you want to be taking it now before they get that reinforcement. And then the other thing is uh, keep keeping track of the enemy position versus yours. So that's something you're just gonna have to you have to keep track of your team versus what the enemy team are doing. I mean, honestly, those are good tips for any character. Watching the kill the kill feed and knowing if you're up or down in a in a team fight is crucial and there's no reason to stay. I mean, even pugs, like there's no reason to stay in a fight. If there's two of you left and there's four of the other team, it's rarely a good idea to stay. Your best bet is to try and run and get back with your team and not feed enemy ults anymore. Yeah, pretty much. I just, I feel like these are slight, a bit more important for tank because they are tanks in general. Uh, especially the main tank, they dictate the flow of the game. If you're going in, in an ideal world, you're the majority health pull in your team, so your team's going to follow you. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, all right. Well, give us your final thoughts on Winston, and then we'll move to close the show. Final thoughts on Winston. It's, it mostly comes down to, uh, obviously, I'm sure you've, I mean, if you've been in the game for any kind of amount of time now, you've probably heard the mantra, no aim, no brain, Winston main. Yep. He might not have any aim, but the majority of him is brain. So to play this main tank role, you are going to have to be on your toes mentally. You're going to have to be thinking, where do we want to be next? What elements do we want to be using? What elements do the enemies have? Which is something you'll 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 tend, you'll pick up as you play that enemies might have ultimates now. You know, Zaya might have it after two fights. And in general, just just keep a cool head when it comes to Winston. And, and any tanking role, really, just keep a cool head. Because if you make that split-second decision, if you don't need to, then it's it's just a waste. You you don't have you have the health pull under your control. That's what it comes down to on tank your health pull, and you want to be in control of who has the most health on your team versus the enemy. So you you don't want to be going in when you're on two hundred health versus the enemy Ryan has on five hundred. It won't work out for you. But you you it comes down to just keeping a cool head and make sure you don't. You don't rush into things. You don't rush into a fight. You don't instantly say, all right, this fight's lost just because we've lost one person. All right. Well, awesome. We're going to move into closing the show. Uh, I'd like to encourage our audience with, if you have any questions, comments, anything you'd like to know, or you just want to talk to us, please email us at contact at prepare to attack.com. I'd like to turn it over to, Libom to kind of talk about Wawa's bootcamp and mayhem.gg. Uh, I'll start with Wawa's bootcamp. It's a, a community mostly centered around Discord. They, we do have a website now. I say we, I'm, I'm just a coach. I don't run it. Uh, there's a website that has some good guides. on. It's, we're working on guides for Heroes plus some in-game setting guides, for example. Uh, but the, the Discord server centered around anyone being able to interact with there's a good selection of professional players, professional coaches, uh, community coaches, which is what I am a community coach. What I'm going to call us. We, we're not qualified, but we do this for, because we have a passion at the end of the day. Uh, it's all free. You don't have to pay anything for it. Uh, as mostly what we ask is just to be, just to be passionate about the game. Pretty much passionate about you want to, you want to be here to learn. You're not here just to see that number go up. You're, you're here because you want to get better. Yep, and the number will just go up 
as you get better, it will it will happen. Uh, and uh, it will get you out of Elo hell. <laughs> I, I, I gen I tend to be in the thought of there isn't Elo hell is what you make it. It's, you think you're in Elo hell because you've got to your current skill level. You need to you know figure out what you need to improve. And putting the word Elo hell and it's just kind of making it feel it puts a bit of you know a bad a bad kind of feeling on it because you need it's not your team's fault. It's not so much your fault either. It's just you need to improve. Yeah, and that's all you can do. You can't make your team Im- improve, and you're not going to be able to give anything but small tips to your team during a fight, and that's even if they're going to be re- receptive of it. So best bet is always to improve yourself, and Wawa's Bootcamp can help you do that. You can find them on Twitter at Wawa's Bootcamp. That's W-A-W-A-S Bootcamp. You can also find them on wawasbootcamp.com. They're all over the place. I believe they're on Twitch at Wawa's Bootcamp, too. So you can find them everywhere. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Mayhem.gg? Uh, Mayhem.gg is a website that uh, I know a lot of coaches, including me, use. Uh, it allows us to do live or pre-recorded VOD reviews. So you can either send us a YouTube link through PMs on Discord, which is what most of my students do, or you can actually send links directly through Mayhem. Uh, we don't get notifications at the moment, so we might not get back to you instantly. But it allows us to draw on screen mostly, draw and put text directly on that you can see, and that allows us to make it very obvious when a mistake's happened, you know, make it really a lot easier to review your gameplay. What I like about it is it's a VOD review where you're in chat with the coach and you can ask stuff right as right as they say something you could ask a counter question which is great because a normal vod review someone reviews it you watch it you might have had some questions maybe you could ask them they could follow up with you but this is real time and i learned by asking questions so it's been extremely helpful for me and i've really liked the coaching sessions that i've done i plan to do more i plan to do a winston one with you so I mean, times should be pretty fun. Time zones make it a bit hard, but I, I've had an Australian student, and that was a ten-hour difference. So I'm generally open just to anyone, as long as we can figure out a decent time that doesn't have me up at three a.m. Cool. Well, if you want to hear more of me or more of Jaw, the other guy that does this show, you can find us on a weekly podcast called Watchpoint Radio. Uh, you can find that on any podcatcher. We do uh, we do live stream for a small audience on Tuesday nights at twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. That's M-A-S-H, those buttons. Uh, you can, that's, oh, sorry, I didn't mention the time. That is at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time, Tuesday nights. Um, you could find, uh, you can find Prepare to Attack on Twitter at Prepare to Attack. You could find... All of our different podcasts on Twitter at MTB site, and you can find anything you want out about us on mashthosebuttons.com. I am Blazin' Bob. You can find me on Twitter at Blazin' underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can find me on Twitch at Blazin' Bob. Where can we find you, Lee Bomb? Uh, you can find me, obviously, through Wawa's. Uh, I'm at Lebom20. Sometimes, also, uh, my nickname is Toxic Tank occasionally. But if you just type in general chat, 
if you ping at Leebon20, then I'll I'll uh, get back to you. Or you can find me and directly, uh, directly message me. And you can also find me on twitch.tv slash Leebon20, L-double-E. It's, uh, I don't have a particular script. I don't have a stream schedule, but I do stream fairly regularly. Sometimes I win some games. Uh, but you're welcome to join me. I will be answering question, any questions or just general interaction if you're watching. Awesome. Well, I encourage everybody to go find Lebom 20 And the 20 is 2-0. It's not spelled out 20. I'd like to thank Have Luck, Good Fun for letting us use sounds like Overwatch as the show theme. I'd like to encourage anyone that wants to help us out Please go give us iTunes reviews. It helps a ton when people search Google, and it just helps our our podcast be seen. Uh, please help us out with that. We would, uh, and I mean, we'd prefer five stars, but if not, I mean, if you want to put something less, then tell us how we can improve and maybe change that star rating for you. As always, thank you for listening to Prepare to Attack, and we're out. <laughs>